y'all. Welcome to Boogie Nights. This is your host, Alexis Chainsaw Massacre. I am currently posted up in the home office with a beer in hand. Uh, Great Lakes Rally Drum, to be specific, because let's face it, that's one of the best fucking summer brews. And the tribe's on now, um, sticking up the place, but it's, it's a good day for baseball. The cats are staring each other down now, probably about to get in a fight. So that'll be real interesting. I am prepping for DMX. That's going to be here in a couple hours. And let's face it, DMX does not want me to be sober for that show. Um, anyone, really. It, it just it's it just seems wrong. Oddly enough, I don't really like to get fucked up for concerts most of the time because I want to remember them. But uh, DMX, different story. Happy Cinco de Mayo to all y'all. I hope you got your tacos in. I just did, and they're going right through me. Big fucking surprise there. So today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about the new Ted Bundy movie that just came on Netflix this weekend. I think it's called Extremely Evil, Very Vile, and I don't know, some shit. I, I don't care. It's the Ted Bundy movie featuring Zac Efron. I all I like to troll people and say that he has a twin brother named Jack that no one likes because he's really ugly and he has just like boils all over his body. I got Arlo to believe that yesterday. And today we were talking about how their dad's probably name is Chad. No idea. Just I, I just like to bullshit these things. But so I watched that movie yesterday. I had no expectations for it to be honest. I didn't think it was really going to be good at all. I will say it was better than I thought it would be. All in all, it's, I was reading, it's actually, it's directed by the same guy that did the Bundy tapes, which I thought was kind of cool, so there's a little continuity as far as that was concerned. Um, actually, we haven't finished the Bundy tapes yet, we only watched two out of the four, um, but they were very interesting from what I saw. It really gives you an idea of just how narcissistic he was and how, how clever he thought he was. So I, I I thought that it was pretty interesting. The movie, Zac Efron does resemble him. And, spoiler alert, they show his ass at one point. So that's, you know, you're never going to turn that shit down. But the, the, the movie's based off of his girlfriend's book that she wrote. Um, her name's Liz. I forgot her last name. But, so, just a, just a pretty interesting perspective, and I, I really liked that, because, you know, and Arlo and I were talking about this yesterday, America just worships fucking serial killers. They're celebrities. I have always been interested in them. I always have enjoyed the good and evil theme in general, and it's probably why I like horror movies as much as I do. I really like... The, the psychological aspect behind serial killers it just it really makes you think like how can somebody be so evil and just there's so much that biology plays into shit I mean people don't choose to be pedophiles either it I just I couldn't imagine like just having these urges to kill and just do some of the most heinous crimes I and actually before I went to college, my um, dream job was to be a forensic psychiatrist so I could deal with these kind of people. But then I took a couple chemistry classes and realized, like, I'm too stupid for med school. And ain't nobody got time for that. I already have enough fucking student loan debt as it is, so kind of glad I didn't take that approach. But definitely still, uh, I have a big bulk of 
all like A to Z serial killers. Arlo and I went to the Museum of Death in uh, Los Angeles, California. There's one in New Orleans too. Very, very interesting museum. I definitely definitely recommend to go if you haven't been. If you, let me tell you something though, if you don't walk through that museum and feel some type of way at some point, then you probably are a serial killer yourself. And actually, in the front room, they have all of John Wayne Gacy's art. They have a bunch of letters. They have a lot of the Ted Bundy's letters. It's it's very interesting. I think probably the most disturbing part of that museum to me was the the mass suicides from cults. Just seeing all the people from Jonestown dead. Like, you know, that, that was a pretty severe situation and hundreds and hundreds of people died. But understanding the gravity of it until you look and just see it is just fucking nuts. Um, so I definitely recommend to go there if you're interested in any of that kind of thing. So, I've I've been interested in serial killers for a long time. Ted Bundy, obviously, he's considered to be America's worst. And that's another conversation Arlo and I had a while back. Why is it that the 70s produced so many fucking serial killers in this country? Was Vietnam... I mean, I know that there was a lot of Vietnam and all, like, the race riots. People were just ready to fucking kill, I guess. I don't know. The, shit, the way... Uh, politics are working now we might be headed down a similar path shit don't piss people off they'll kill you so Zac Efron my biggest complaint I think he could have kicked it up many notches it wasn't until the trial began that I even began to see a glimpse of Ted Bundy in him before then he just seemed like a, a dad that was chill and I don't know, it just, it, I, his portrayal, I think, could have been better. Uh, Lily Collins, she played his girlfriend, Liz, she was pretty good. Uh, John Malkovich was the judge, and normally I think that he's kind of retarded, but he was pretty good. I'm trying to think of other, I don't, the, um, one of the prostitutes from Westworld's in it, she's Liz's friend, Haley Joel Osment. Uh, which, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened to him, man. He was such a cute, cute little boy. And now as an adult, he just looks like, I don't know, a potato. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened to him. That's that's very unfortunate. But he was in it. He was uh, Liz's co-worker. And, um, it, from what I was reading, the director really wanted to keep the kill scenes out of it, just as respect to the victims, which was cool. Um, also, they, uh, Liz, in real life, she's alive, um, and she offered her insights into the movie, but said that she, she's like, no offense, guys, I'll probably never watch this. And I can fucking imagine, like, this, this movie really made me realize, like, in this rare situation that Ted Bundy had love and had he was a stepfather essentially and how he how his poor decisions affected them and how he just fucking ruined her life there for a while so I thought I thought that was pretty cool that they used that and that it was the same director as the Bundy tapes I didn't realize that that gave me a little more appreciation for the movie but that was my main complaint that Zac Efron needed to dial it up he wasn't nearly I don't know, he wasn't nearly charming and arrogant and narcissistic enough, which Ted Bundy most certainly was. 
So, also I had read, which I didn't realize, there was two things that I learned from reading that article. Um, I guess, uh, Liz was pregnant when she was with him, but he was just about to start law school, so she had to have an abortion, and that really sucked for her. Um, also, didn't realize Ted Bundy had a daughter. Her name is Rose Bundy, and that was a part of the movie, too. He had this... Because uh, him and Liz broke up. And I'm not telling you anything that isn't already... I, I mean, it's history. God damn it. Hey, stop being fucking rapist, Meowgi. Jesus Christ. I feel like these cats just wait to fight until I podcast. I do apologize. It it sounds pretty heinous. Um, But he... Yeah, he... Um, After he was on trial, Liz was like, Fuck this. I... I we're not doing this anymore. So he had this other chick that was like stalking him essentially and conveniently ran into him in the dog shelter. She's like, oh, I'm visiting friends at the dog shelter. No, she was stalking his ass and she followed him to Florida. Oh, excuse me, burps. Time for another drinky poo. But she followed him to Florida. She's like, I want to be your boo thing. So they, they show a sex scene where he knocks her up and at first for as crazy as she is I thought that she lied about her pregnancy but no I looked it up they do indeed have a daughter together her name is Rose Bundy nobody knows where she is that she it's suspected that she's living under an alias and changed her name which yeah I'd probably do the fucking same thing Alexis Bundy no fuck that like peace so I get that and it was, I don't know, just the progression of Liz, it was very interesting, like, because she was in denial for so long, which I'm sure I would be too if I found out that Arlo's been murdering people. I'd be probably in some denial too. So Haley Joel Osment tries to get her to, like, let go of him and, um, just kind of, but he's just, he's literally just killing her. She's drinking herself to oblivion every night. She's crying. She's reading. And he's, he, and the fucker tries to call her all the time and write her letters. And at one point, one of the detectives gave her a crime scene photo. And it took her 10 years to look at it. But it's, um, a picture of a decapitated woman. It's pretty, pretty gruesome. I also didn't realize that that was the first televised trial, which was pretty cool. Um, so for those of you guys that aren't super familiar with Ted Bundy, he started off killing near the University of Washington, and then they were on him there, and Liz actually gave his name to the police, which he wasn't aware of, which, yeah, I probably wouldn't be quick to tell him that either, you know? Um, so then... They move to Utah, starts it up there, and then I do believe that afterwards it was Colorado, he escaped, and then they locked his ass up again, and then he escaped again and went to Florida and killed sorority girls, which is where they finally caught him again. He tried to assault a police officer, and that did not work out so well for him. So... That's, that's pretty much the gist of Ted Bundy. He was on death row. They did fry him in the electric chair. I do believe it was either 86 or 89. I can't remember. And his daughter was born when he was on death row. And apparently him and Carol Ann got divorced on death row. And uh, Liz remarried. She had a daughter. And 
Actually, that was one of his victims, too, was a 12-year-old. It wasn't all just, like, college girls. So, I... I was surprised, because I thought it was going to be complete and utter shit. I thought that Zac Efron's performance was a little underwhelming at times, but I, I really liked the whole... There's consequences for your actions that are greater than just you. You affect the people that you love, your mother, your ex-girlfriend, the a little daughter that looked up to you and probably saw you as a father figure. So, it just it's cool to see things from that point of view. It, it kind of that's that's kind of like a it put me in mind to Dexter too because Dexter's the same way. Has has uh, even though it's fi- Dexter's fictional, even though. He's real in my mind. No, I uh, I love Dexter. I'm good. I'm ready for another rewatch of the first four seasons again, even though I already did. Uh, so I it was it was better than I thought it would be. It wasn't too bad. Hour forty seven altogether, I think. So not extremely long. It's on Netflix, so no commercials or trailers or any of that shit, which is cool. Um, definitely. Definitely an interesting perspective, and it makes me want to read her book, which I didn't know was a thing. I guess I should have guessed, but that's got to be a really tough thing to write about. I can't even imagine. I remember there was a show that I used to binge on Netflix. I don't even know if it's still on there anymore. It's called Who the Bleep Did I Marry? And it was about how these people's spouses lived a double life. And I just remember there was this one where this lady, her husband was like the chief of police or pretty high up on the police force. I don't know what he was doing. But he uses like fucking police radar to be a serial rapist. So that's not cool. So just these crazy fucking stories. And that's how it is in this serial killer situation too. Like, oh my god, my fucking husband's a serial killer. That... I, I can't even wrap my ro- mind around how that would be. It's fucking nuts, guys. Ah, this beer is tasting so good. So, uh, th- that's, that's that. That's, I don't really have too much more to say about it. Just a read up on Ted Bundy, watch the Bundy tapes. I should probably follow my own advice on that, too. Jesus Christ, my, my nose is getting ready. Oh, hold on. Got these. Hey, <coughs> Oh my gosh, there's so much pollen everywhere. My car's covered in it. It looks like it was trying to fight the hawk. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm mean, actually, I'm surprised it's just kicking in now because it's, it's pretty bad. I have allergies to fucking everything I have a year round. But, so there, that's that. I'm going to keep um, prepping for DMX and I'm, I'm sneezing. <laughs> Excuse me so badly? What the fuck? Sorry, guys. So, I hope everyone... I know Mother's Day is coming up. Uh, so, I do plan to do a Mother's Day edition for this show. Hopefully, sometime next weekend. Got some projects I want to do. I want to get my garden started. I have succulents right now. They're growing out of control, which is awesome. But they, a couple of them need repotted. So, I've got that shit to do. But I'm not going to podcast about succulents. Unless you guys want me to. But... I don't really know a ton about them, just like that they grow. So, hope everybody has a good rest of the weekend, a good week. Stay well, and stay woke. Alright, peace, y'all.